Welcome to the Change Healthcare Podcast. I'm Sarah Linares. It's my pleasure to host Rachel Mertensmeyer today, CEO and co-founder at RexPay. Rachel, thank you for joining us today. It's so great to connect again. Of course. It's so good to be here. We met, of course, back in October. Yes, back in October. It was great to meet you and get to know more about your company at the health conference. Why don't you tell us a little bit about RexPay? Well, thank you for having me, Sarah. First of all, um, RexPay is a mobile app that helps healthcare patients to understand, manage, and pay all of their medical bills in one place. And as a result, we also help healthcare providers get paid faster and reduce defaulted payments. So that's what we call the win-win with RexPay, and um, I'm excited to talk more about it with you today. Me too. So you have a really fascinating story that led you to founding the company. Why don't we start there? It really all got started in 2016 when I had a really severe injury. And that injury led to over 38 medical bills across more than 11 different providers and over $10,000 in medical debt. And I was really overwhelmed by the experience after my recovery when I was inundated with all of these medical bills. And I had incredible insurance. I was working at Unilever at the time, and I had United Healthcare. And I was just amazed at uh, one, for one, how expensive it was for me still with all the out of pocket costs I had to manage. But beyond that, what surprised me even more was how fragmented the system was and how frustrating and difficult it was to try to pay my bills. And even when I created an Excel spreadsheet to be organized and stay track of what bills had been paid or not paid, I found that I still had bills going to collections because I lost track of them or I thought they were a duplicate bill or I wasn't aware of them. And so um, with this frustration and then kind of that compounded with the confusion around the documents. So this was my first time really encountering the healthcare system seriously. So a lot of the terminology on the medical bills or the explanation of benefits, I simply didn't understand. And it made it even more confusing for me to navigate. And then, of course, my health insurance was on a separate platform than my healthcare savings account balance. And even if some of the providers I was trying to pay had really consumer-friendly portals for payment, um, I still had that fragmented experience of having to log into different portals and not having a consolidated view of my finances. So as someone who is a user of Mint and Venmo and TurboTax, my first instinct was to go to the app store and look for an app to help me manage my healthcare personal finances. But I was really surprised when I didn't find one there. And so that's really what initially gave me um, the idea to research the market further and what led to me creating RexPay. Oh, I love it. And I'm on your app now and there's this uh, rescue dog. I think his name is Rex, right? Can you tell us about Rex? After interviewing 100 patients one-on-one and coding their interviews, I learned that there was this really emotional response that was very consistent with every patient when they talked about their medical billing experience. And kind of unprompted, 
they would just immediately launch into very charged language, like it saying it was traumatic, it was overwhelming. They felt buried. They felt like they were drowning by the experience. And some even kind of related it to even how serious their illness was in terms of causing fear in their life. And so that really surprised me because I had expected to hear it was inconvenient and kind of uh, bothersome. But when I heard that emotionally charged language, I realized that we needed to create a brand that represented rescue and relief for patients and that they would, they would really feel like we were coming alongside them and walking them to safety in this situation step by step. And that's why we came up with Rex the Rescue Dog, who's St. Bernard Rescue Dog. And he's our mascot that interacts with patients in, in the app. So that's kind of our way of showing empathy to the patient and really kind of showing them that this doesn't have to be a scary process. Oh, I love it. And so the, the value proposition, I'm sure you'll share some more about the benefits patients are seeing from this, but let's chat about the providers or payers in the equation. How have you been working with them and connecting patients with uh, being able to get their medical bills and, and being able to get them paid? Providers are currently our primary customer. So we are a B to B to C model primarily. Um, and although at the same time, any patient can download the app and pay any provider. So the way that we work with providers is that when we have a partner provider, that partner provider makes us a payment method officially connected to their um, backend billing system in their practice. And then patients can opt in to use RexPay as a payment method to pay that partner provider, but then they can also pay all of their other providers in the app as well. The other way that we interact with providers is that um, some providers really want to offer the app to their patients, but they're not quite ready or their system isn't equipped to do a full integration partnership. And so then we'll see a lot of practices that add us on their bill template as a payment method for patients or put our marketing materials in their office a lot like how you would see GoodRx cards in the office. And um, those are the two ways that we partner with practices. We also help providers that we're not connected to by helping them get paid when patients that are using our platform are making payments to them through our system. So the key value proposition to the provider is that we're helping them speed up payments from patient pay and we do that by reducing the key barriers to payment, which we've uncovered through extensive research. So from our research, what we find is that almost 40% of delayed payments are simply because patients are losing track of bills. So a lot like that, that experience that I had that I described to you, patients are going to collections because they're losing track of those bills. And then another 35% of patients are delaying payments because they're confused by bills and they don't understand why they owe what they owe or when they need to pay it. So that's how the app helps address those barriers to payment um, by helping them organize all of their bills in one place and providing TurboTax-like education to help patients understand step-by-step -step, um, what they're looking at and what they need to do next. And then lastly, when we partner with a provider, 
um, formally, then we can offer the payment plan options available that the provider wants to offer to the patient within the app. So that means that instead of having to look on the website to find a payment plan or calling the office, a patient can just set up a payment plan in the app and see what their options are right when they get the bill. So that's how we kind of help to speed up payments and also reduce defaulted payments for providers. Oh, that's fantastic. So in fact, I believe you're an award-winning company, including the recent Arizona Innovation Challenge. Uh, Can you share a little bit more about that? Uh, I think also the Innovator MD Global Summit. Recently, um, Arizona had a competition that was sponsored by the Arizona Commerce Authority. And this was actually an industry-wide innovation competition. So we're very honored that we were one of the 10 awardees throughout the entire state. And that, that resulted in a $150,000 grant from the government, um, which really shows how the government is investing in the startup ecosystem here, which is a big part of why we're here as well. Um, but they also are connecting us to venture capital and other resources that are really giving us a boost in how fast we can move as a company. So that's been a really exciting achievement. And then also a few weeks ago, we won first place at the Innovator MD Global Summit. And that was significant because the, the folks who were voting on the winners were actually industry experts. So you had C-level executives of insurance plans and healthcare systems, as well as physicians that own small practices. And they voted us number one. And since then, we've had a lot of inbound interest coming in from that exposure from providers and provider systems. So that was really encouraging as well. Well, congratulations to you and the team. What a great accomplishment. Well-deserved. And speaking of being well-deserved, I happen to notice just yesterday you posted an article on LinkedIn that resonated with me, and it's called, Where Are All the Women CEOs? Now, Rachel, I understand was it only 2% of venture funds go to female-led companies. Maybe you could share with us some advice for people in your shoes, uh, females that are looking to either start a company or have already begun. You know, it is more challenging for women to raise capital um, in this industry, for sure. And the advice I would give is that, you know, keep in mind that you're going to have to work very hard for credibility. And I, it's, it's a challenging road, but in order to do that, just be ready with all of your data points. That helps a lot with building credibility with investors and also surround yourself with a really strong advisory board. So we've been able to do that at RexPay. We have C-level folks from insurance, payments, healthcare tech, and fintech on our advisory board. And of course, that's important in terms of getting the guidance that we need to be successful. But it's also helped me a lot as a female CEO, because when I need that credibility boost, I can point to our advisory board, and that's helped me along the way a lot. So I would recommend that. And then the second piece of advice I would give to female founders is that you really need to learn when to continue seeking out advice from others and when to lean on your own understanding of the business. Because at the end of the day, you're the only one who knows really what's happening from the soup to nuts in your business. So you're going to be best equipped to make a final decision. And so I think as women, sometimes we've been um, 
kind of programmed from society at a young age that we need to get a lot of inputs and make have other people make decisions for us. And as a CEO and leader, you know, just learn to lean on your own understanding of your business and trust your gut. So those would be my two key pieces of advice for female entrepreneurs. That's awesome. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what inspired you to leave your job, start a company, and some of your experiences as a female entrepreneur. Yeah, well, Sarah, you know, I actually never set out to be an entrepreneur in the sense of just saying, you know, I'm, I want to start a company just because I want to start a company. Um, and I actually never thought of myself as someone who would ever be a CEO. So it's, an, it's been a really great journey for me and a really great learning experience as a person. But the reason um, I started the company is because I really believed in the mission and I believed that there was a need out there for patients to have a better solution. And I'm so glad that I did because since then I've uncovered that there's this huge need for providers as well. And I've seen that providers need rescue and they're really excited about the solution. And I feel like it's this win-win scenario where we're going to be helping patients together. And so that is why I get out of bed every morning and what makes it all worth it. Because, you know, when, when I was making the decision to leave Unilever, my secure corporate job in brand management and um, quit, I had a lot of mentors telling me that was a bad idea, <laughs> you know, and that I, I shouldn't take that risk and I shouldn't take that leap. And it was definitely scary. Um, but I'm so glad I did. And I've never looked back. And I think that one key piece of advice I would give to any person who's thinking about starting their own business is that you really have to make sure that you believe in the reason and the why of why you think this company needs to exist and why you can impact lives with the product, because that's what's going to keep you going through really difficult times. Oh, great advice. And so I think about the Change Healthcare mission to inspire a better healthcare system. And when we met back in October, I thought you were just a perfect example of that. And I'd love for you to share with our audience how you got connected to Change Healthcare, a little bit about the partnership. A little over a year ago, our CTO, our CTO and I were looking for a solution um, for our product so that we could allow patients to not only manage all of their bills in one place, but that they could also connect to their insurance plans and get a truly holistic view of their healthcare finances in one mobile app. And so through our search for a solution and a partner in that process, we uncovered Change Healthcare and um, the service that Change Healthcare offers to other partner companies in the form of an API connection. And that API, that one API connection actually enables us to connect to the majority of health insurance plans in the United States. And so that was the first step in us starting to partner with Change Healthcare. And, um, you know, since then, Sarah, I really appreciate you and the team at Change Healthcare as you've come alongside us and been encouraging for us on our journey. And also, we're very excited about the future uh, projects and future um, innovative ways we can continue to work together to 
build out the features and the product even further with the other APIs that you have in the marketplace. Rachel, I'm so glad we've been able to help you. And in that spirit, Change Healthcare sees a great opportunity to help startups. And one of the things I've been focused on is putting together programs that will help startups like RexPay to take advantage of the data and the API opportunities we have and being able to go to market, accelerate some business opportunities for them and really get to solving some important healthcare issues. So thanks for being a great partner with us. Of course, we really appreciate everything that you're doing to support startups like us, and we're going to spread the word. Oh, we are also excited about that. Now, you've got your uh, your finger on the pulse of what patients and consumers are looking for. What are some of the trends that you're seeing? Where do you think this is heading? Due to the fact that the out-of-pocket costs for patients and patient pay percent of any given healthcare bill overall has increased from 88% from 2012 to 2017 and continues to rise means that patients are more engaged with their healthcare finances than ever before. And what we've seen from interviewing patients on our side is that they talk a lot about wanting education and wanting to understand their their healthcare and wanting to understand the decisions they're making because these are very significant financial decisions for most families. And um, because of that, they're more engaged than ever. So what they're looking for are tools that are going to equip them to better understand and make more informed choices within the healthcare system that relate to their finances. Um, beyond that, I, I see a lot of really great innovations happening where there's kind of the application of what we've learned on the consumer technology side of things that's being applied to the healthcare system. So kind of if you see what Apple Healthcare is doing with the Apple Healthcare wallet, and they're really doing a push to democratize medical records for patients so that patients can own and manage their medical records, leveraging a lot of the principles that we see applied within the Apple Healthcare consumer technology side. So that's been really exciting to see. And it's, it's neat to see how RexPay can fit into that going forward. Um, so we're, we're watching that carefully and learning from other companies in the space. I also think another trend is around patient data. So there's, this is obviously a buzzword. And I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard much a lot of data points around this, but I think that it's a really important trend to watch, both from the sense of what patients want, so wanting more measurable data points that they can own and manage to improve their health, kind of related to wanting to be more informed, but also in terms of our responsibility as a healthcare industry. I think it's something that we should all be talking about a lot, and because we need to be very cautious about how we're managing patient data and um, how we give them give the patient ownership over that data. And I think that that's something that patients, if I have my ear to the ground from a patient side, something that they're talking about more and that I think is going to be a bigger part of the conversation moving forward. Um, and I see that playing out a lot with wearable technology specifically. And there's so many exciting wearables across the industry that are helping patients be healthier and helping doctors interact with patients in a more effective way to catch symptoms ahead of time 
um, and work with preventative disease treatment. So I think that's really important. Um, so those are some of the, the key trends that I see, but I'd love to hear from you as well and get your feedback on those thoughts. Yeah, and we look forward to collaborating more on it. We're hearing a lot of the same things. And right now, we know that the proliferation of data can present many opportunities to streamline healthcare, to reduce costs, you know, to improve experience. And you named a lot of those opportunities already. Uh, we're certainly investing in that area and looking at ways that we can drive interoperability with the data we do have and combining that with the powerful data that patients and other players in the industry can provide. Uh, so that actually brings me to the digital marketplace that Change Healthcare has been working on. And our goal is to connect companies like yours and the innovation you're working on to you know, audiences like the providers. So tell us a little bit about the work you're doing to be able to launch that. I think we're targeting uh, something by hands, which will be very exciting. Right. Yes, our team at RexPay is so excited about partnering with Change Healthcare with the marketplace movement that's happening. So we're working on our side to be prepared and implement all of the back-end updates and changes we need with change. And what we're excited about is that that's going to enable us to reach more providers and even health insurance plans on a broader level with more efficiency as well. So in terms of actually connecting to providers and connecting to insurers traditionally as listeners i'm sure are familiar with there's a very difficult process that's called an api integration right <laughs> to connect two sources of data and so we're really excited to partner with change to reduce that barrier and to make it a more swift and cost effective method of implementing RexPay into systems and making it available to more patients e more easily. That's great. Now that's a good lead into sharing with us how we can connect with RexPay. For listeners out there, if you are looking to connect to RexPay as a patient and or you're just curious to learn more about how the app works, you can download the app from the iOS or Android App Store and check it out. We love to hear your feedback. Uh, you can email support at rexpay.com um, or to call us in the app if you have any questions. We always love to hear from users. And then if there are providers out there that are interested to learn more about how to connect with us, you can reach out to us on our website. Um, at Rec we're going to include it in the show link below. Um, and we're going to have a link where you can either book a demo, just check out the website, or contact our sales team to learn more about how we can partner with you to improve the patient experience further as well. That's great. And also in our show notes, we'll have a link to our developer marketplace in case anyone is interested in exploring the API that Rachel mentioned or any of the other types of APIs available. Well, Rachel, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. I can't wait to see how the journey progresses with RexPay and look forward to seeing you again at HIMSS uh, in March and launching in the marketplace. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Really appreciate being here. This is Sarah Linares. Thanks again for joining us today. Please check out the show notes for links to what we discussed and check out other podcasts available. It was great to spend this time with you. Thank you. 
You've been listening to the Change Healthcare Podcast. For more information on this and other healthcare IT topics, please visit changehealthcare.com. Don't forget to check the show notes for useful links to related resources and our contact information. Thanks for listening and have a great day.